everybody, if you're listening to this, you are still faithful and subscribed to either Adventure Mode, Fortnite Podcast, I guess that's Fort- called. It's called, it was, Ben, it's been so long, you already forgot the <laughs> I've name. totally forgotten. Uh, Fly, by, Fly night. by Night, a Fortnite podcast. Or you might be listening on the current Into the Deep, a PSVR podcast feeds. If you're on one of those three, we want to tell you about our new show, the HP Podcast. Yeah, the new uh, the HP podcast. It's exciting. It's our new general video game all encompassing show that uh, yeah comes from you, from Handsome Phantom, our new flagship show. It's got all the personalities you know and love. And well, I'm going to stop with that kind of pitch. But yeah, uh, it, Dustin and I will be there. Phil will be there. Brandon will be there. Sometimes uh, you never know who's going to show up. We've got some great people. Uh, lined up for interviews. We're gonna have uh, less of a less of a structure. Or we're gonna have less of a silly format and more of a structured format with some silliness thrown in. Yeah, it's gonna be very exciting. Episode one and a couple episodes after, we're gonna be giving away tons of codes for awesome games. You're gonna want to be there at least for that, if no other reason at all, to maybe score some free games. That's right. So if you are listening and you want to make sure you subscribe to the HP Podcast, there will be a link in the show notes. And there will also be a link on handsomefandom.com. Or you can just search for it in your favorite search engine. Yeah, the HP Podcast. You will find it. And it's very exciting. We're uh, moving on to new and better things, so you want to be there for it. Thanks. Welcome to episode one of the HB podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, we got Ben Smith. Hello. And Phil Nyman. Hello, hello. And this is it, boys. The very first episode of the mm-hmm. HB podcast. It's exciting. It's it's really exciting. It's been a long time coming. And I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, we, we've been talking about this for about uh, three or four years now. No, I don't it think feels it's been like. that long. And yeah. uh, here we are. <laughs> So the HP podcast, this is a podcast from handsomephantom.com. If you haven't been there before, we've got new content pretty much every weekday and tons of awesome reviews, uh, editorials, videos, the whole nine yards of mm-hmm. gaming maybe is even, there. Maybe even 10 yards. Maybe even 10 yards. We'll see if Bruce Willis is available for the, <laughs> the sequel. And so this is the very first episode of our new flagship podcast. Uh Uh, You may be listening to this uh, because you listen to our Fortnite show, RIP uh, Fly By Night, which is no longer around. Or you listen to our uh, the VR show. Which is called Into, Into the, Deep. the Deep. That's it. I, it was on the tip of. You I'm, know. I'm usually the ones who the one who forgets the name of the, our shows. So that's, that's right. generally I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you might even be we're we're posting this first episode on those feeds. So if you're confused by that and listening, you might even be on the adventure mode feed because that still exists. Yes, that's and that's the very the last connection here is that uh, Brandon and I uh, had a show called Adventure Mode. We did for. Was it almost two years or something like that? It was a pretty I feel like it was more than two sure. years. It was a long running show that we killed, mm-hmm. and so this is kind of adventure mode 2.0. Basically, this is the 
the baby of that, mm. but much better. Mm-hmm. It's like if uh, an ugly man has a beautiful baby boy. It's the spiritual successor, the perfect mm. dark to the golden eye. A love letter to is. Adventure A love mode. letter to so. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Dark Souls of it's podcasts. The, right. So what, um, what is the show about? I mean... I have the answer. Ben, what is this show? What what is this gaming show about specifically? Video game. Yeah, I was yes. say, you said it, you, you gave it away. <laughs> you said it was the gaming show. Yeah, but what you know, you could have all kinds. You could have like a long, uh-huh. uh, what you've been playing podcast right. type, or you could have one about a specific genre. So mm-hmm. what what is this kind specifically? Personality. Personality. This is about our personalities. It has almost nothing to do with video games for real. Mm. Right. No, that's not true. It does. It's going to be a mixture of the two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll probably, you know, unless we're talking about like what happened in our week and the weird haircut I got or something like that, we'll be talking about video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably won't venture much into other media, but it's possible it'll come up here and there. When relevant. When relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but my main goal of this show is that it's a Video game, we're going to be talking about the headlines. So the big important things that happen throughout the week, we are going to cover probably not so much like the smaller things because this is going to be like the the big hitters, right? Um, we also have a bunch of more fun segments. Not all of them you're going to see in this show necessarily, but I, I'm really excited about it. There's going to be a lot of audience interaction as well. So look forward to that later in the episode. It's coming. But boys, to start us off, let's talk about our dreams. Mm-hmm. This is a reoccurring, the opening segment called What Have You Been Dreaming? Ooh. And in this, I want you guys to tell me what you've been dreaming about. Maybe mm-hmm. it's literally. Maybe you've got a dream about a game. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you want to be president someday. Wow. So okay. maybe that's your dream today or this week. So... Phil, I'll start with you. Phil, what's your dream? What what are you dreaming this week? So, I don't know. I I don't know if this is going to be Ben's. I might steal his dream because sometimes we share dreams, which makes it interesting because I pop in. Please don't share my bed anymore, though, Phil. That got (laughs) weird last (laughs) time. That was one time. My wife didn't like it. That was one time. Um, So, I've been having this reoccurring dream that about 10 to 12 years ago, there was this this game Mm. where you played kind of like a super powerful cop and you were going around a city destroying things and trying to clean it up and and things like that um i keep having this dream about this game and then there was even an eventual sequel okay well i keep dreaming for like maybe eight years now that they're 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 have another one coming out like a third entry in the series um let's call it hypothetically crackdown oh um just hypothetically hypothetically and so i keep having this dream that like terry cruz is trying to 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 sell me on this thing that may or may not actually exist. And uh, my dream is that it's, it's close, that it's wow. actually close. Um, Phil, so. don't get your hopes up on dreams. You know, you're just going to be disappointed. <laughs> well, we so. don't have to talk about, I'm talking about crackdown. If you want to talk about dreams, we can see if that's ever coming out too. But right wow. now, we're just, yeah, I know, I know. So that, that, that would be my dream is that, and part of that dream is that it's going to be good. Mm. You know, when, mm-hmm. whenever I have this dream, it's, it's actually good. Um, so that's that's kind of a big piece of, of what I'm dealing with right now. It was I know we, we we didn't have the adventure adventure mode podcast this last year. Yeah. But it was my most anticipated game, I think three years in a row on that podcast when we did our game of the year. Wow. Um 
so I'm, I'm not going to say it's my most anticipated game of the year because I'm afraid to. You've already said it's going to be your goatee no matter what. It has to be. <laughs> like, at this point, if it's not my goatee, everything I know is a lie. Yeah. Life just doesn't mean anything anymore. So It's a shame. It and, is. Yes. Yeah. What have you been dreaming? So this week, this is kind of a cop-out, but it's also the truth. I've been dreaming a lot about this show, the show launch. Yeah. Uh, we've been working on it pretty hard for a while, and... Uh, we've pushed back the start date a couple times just to make sure the timing was right and everything was in place and things were going to go smoothly. So this week, I actually was dreaming about the launch of the podcast, but also uh, I had a little dream um, probably about 10 days ago. I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we could get a couple developers just to give us some like games to give away to help us out promoting the show and everything? So I thought, okay, I've got some good PR friends, um, so, some reps in PR. Uh, I've got some developer friends, et cetera. So I'll just send out a few messages. If I get one or two back, that'd be great. Um, like, you know, a week later. Hey, Ben, it yeah. would be crazy if you got, like, I don't know, 20 games. Insane. That would be insane. Wouldn't that be crazy? It would be crazy. That would be insane. That would be insane. Yeah. That's actually what I thought. I was thinking, like, five or six, actually. Yeah. Uh, turn- I thought I might have taken some from Humble Bundle and like take the codes. And, yeah, you know. I-, I thought we might even <laughs> buy a few codes. <laughs> right. So, but the reality is, we have over eighty right now. Hot damn! Hot eighty games. Eighty games to give away, and we'll be doing that throughout the course of this show. And also, we'll tell you about some other opportunities for that. Who knows? At one point in the show or another, I might just read off a code for a game. Wow! Looky wow. there! Wow. Whoa! And the so, first person to redeem it. That's right. Wow. We'll see what happens. That's kind of a crazy It's kind of a crazy notion, isn't it? But anyway, the whole point of that was to say Mm -hmm. that um, I was dreaming about this show and it being successful, and I'm hoping that is the case. We want want to make sure it's the case, but leave us a review and a rating. This isn't normally what this is going to be. It's not a plug for the show, but it was legitimately all I could think about for for a while, but especially this past week. This week, I'm dreaming in 16 bits. Mm. All I care about right now, Super Mm -hmm. Nintendo. Specifically, I want to put a dream out there to own Earthbound. It's a very expensive game, hard to find. I've got a copy of Ninja Gaiden Trilogy. Who would who would have thunk? Very not very rare. Hundred fifty dollar value though in that game. So I'm hoping someone trades it for me because I just I want to have that that piece of history. Earthbound. Yeah. I'm dreaming about it. I can understand it. My copy's stuck on the Wii U, so you know I'm never playing Dang that it. again. <laughs> so. That's all for the dreams this week. Well, I wonder what we'll dream about this coming week. I think I'll dream about it. We shall mm. see. So before we get into the headlines of the week, I wanted to ask the audience out there, if you could, to leave us a rating and a review. I meant to ask this at the top of the show, but I forgot. So, you know, it's already going well, not forgetting things for this show. But it would really help us out if you left us a rating and review, especially right now like right at the beginning of the show launching strong is so important and so it would just mean the world to us if you left us five stars said hey great show with some some good old boys Mm -hmm. would mean a lot it would we would love it let's get into the headlines right before we get into those headlines though that's right we're doing a game giveaway so get ready if you're interested in winning a code for Way of the Passive Fist. Not really, really even winning, just redeeming. Phil, you can't. I was going to say, does anyone have a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> this is Way of the Passive Fist, courtesy of Jason Canham at Household Games. Listen up, it's for PS4. Note these are all, pretty much all the codes we're going to be giving away, unless they're like PC arm 
North American codes. Here's the code for Way of the Passive Fist for PS4, X, 2, 4, H, T, 7, N, 7, D, R, A, Q. Again, that's Way of the Passive Fist, PS4, North America. First person to redeem it wins. And that's not the only way we're giving out codes. Oh, we're going to so, be giving away so many codes. So don't worry. Not all of them are going to be as quick and intense. That's right. Number, not number one. There's no numbering in this show. I'm against numbering. How do you feel about that? Okay. No numbering. I'm against the fact you're against it. I Let's, couldn't care less about numbering. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion on numbering. We're in the, the midst of January right mm-hmm. now, guys. So not necessarily anything crazy, but we're getting some, we got some sales numbers mm-hmm. this week. The PlayStation 4, we just got a report. This was earlier today. PlayStation 4 has now sold 91.6 million units globally as of December 31st, 2018. And would you believe that 5.6 million of those were during holiday season? Wow. So the PS4, guys, is going strong still. Mm -hmm. To this day, holiday season alone, 5.6 mil. If I'm Sony, I'm saying... Hey, you know that PS5 announcement we had ready for the for the 2019? Hold off. Let's hold off a little yep. bit. Yeah. Now I don't know that they really had it ready Let's for 2019. Let's put out the PS4 Pro Plus. Yes. And then everyone at this table will be buying a third <laughs> PS4. Well, I, here's the only thing, though, Phil. Right. Dustin and I, when we bought our PS4 Pros, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. sold our regular PS4s. Oh, yeah. You just bought another PS4. Yeah. Well, I have to have my VR PS4 and my regular <laughs> PS4. So that, <laughs> You know the, the VR runs on the on all PS4s, right? It, it does, but it's, it's a space situation. Okay. I just want to make sure you knew yeah. that and, yeah. and were confronted with that fact mm-hmm. in your own mortality. Yes. yes. Ben, I, I think you have a point. I think that this might really be playing into the... PS5 for sure. Yeah. That right now PlayStation 4 is doing so well. But you got to wonder with maybe the PS4 doing so well, is Xbox going to be looking to jump in early? Mm. Sort of like 360 PS3 generation. I think it's possible, but I think uh, because Microsoft's in the position where they need to move boxes, mm-hmm. they need to have some hype for some reason because a lot of people who are in this generation are PS4 users. They're, they're not, even me, who have, well, I think we all have an Xbox One, mm-hmm. um, and not just the base model. I think we all have a, an upper model. You mean too. my 4K player? Yeah, your 4K player. <laughs> yeah. But like, we're not active on it. So, like, mm-hmm. I'd like to see a cool, a cool Xbox. Yeah. But yeah, so they may jump in sooner, but you have to figure that in, um, you know, with the PS5, if you're still selling so many, that you have the, the possibility of, one, you've got more Steam left in this console. Two, if you put out a new console, are people going to buy it? With yeah. so many people buying this late life cycle, are people going to buy it? And also, I have to wonder how many of those 5.6 million units during the holidays were people who already had one but wanted like the cool Spider-Man edition or something like that? Yeah, yeah that, was, that was hard not to buy. Yeah, You know, I feel like Xbox has is, is walking a tightrope because yeah. on one hand... I think they do, sir, are at an advantage coming out before in the fact that they they own, they get in early for the people that maybe will buy the Xbox and then be like the next year, say, I'm happy, I don't need the next PlayStation, right? But I think that they also don't want to accidentally release a less powerful console. Right. I think Microsoft has made it clear 
we are making powerful hardware. We want to be the most powerful from here on out if they can control it. Right. Which coming out a year late to me, they're just setting themselves up to be not as powerful at the same price point or even higher potentially. I mean, looking at the Xbox one launch, which not necessarily we should compare it to that, but Phil, what do you think? I was just thinking about this. I, I think Microsoft is in a weird place right now. Like, I think they want to get out first. Yeah. But they just acquired all those studios this year that we know don't have games ready yet. So they're not going to want to put it out without the games because that's the biggest thing they've been lacking is games. Announcing well, first, though, might be. Announcing first yeah. would probably be a big thing. But I, I just don't think they're going to announce more than six months out. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. I was just looking up sales numbers for the PS3 to see what we were looking at. And this has almost doubled the PS3 sales. Um, yeah. So it's not even a comparable thing. I think people, when, if no matter when they come out, it's going to be the same as it always is. The early adapters like us, we're going to have it right away. Yeah. And then as one system or the other starts to win or whatever, you know, it, it, it just always has the same kind of feel to it. Um, people will take over. Like if PS5 is doing better, they're going to go towards that. If the Xbox whatever is doing better, right. they're going to go towards that. We just don't know which one's going to actually be better. And it's going to come down to the software. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't actually have a guess on this. I think Microsoft will announce first, but I don't know if they should because I don't think they're ready for games yet. Yeah, it it is hard hard to say when it comes to the games because even though they made those, you know, they acquired those studios, they could have bought games that were in development. They may have come as a full package, right? Right. You have to imagine that Ninja Theory has a game they're working on. Yeah, sure they're they, one that they probably put out has Senua one. Sacrifice. Obsidian's Hellblade. the weird one because they just announced a game after the announcement of their acquisition, but yeah. it's for all platforms because it was already so. Wait, uh, Obsidian, yeah. yeah. So, like, they, they have a game coming out, but it's going to be on PS4 still, even though mm-hmm. they're a Microsoft studio. So I think they're going to want to have a game by them pretty close to launch that's just on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It, it kind of depends on that. I, I, I don't think... Sony needs to announce anything yet, um, but they have games, so they are they're 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 at an advantage too. Where whenever they do announce it, they can do like a Last of Us situation where it ends up being on both, and you know, last gen, and then put out a better version a couple of months later on the PS5. And- so, the one last thing I want to say about these numbers is that these numbers are strong. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's it's not the most insane skyrocketing like the Wii, and I don't think it's quite reached you know ps2 numbers no, ps2 it, it is like at years, 120 though. million or something like that or, yeah know, something crazy but i mean you have to think that sony's looking at these numbers and saying hmm playstation 4 pro was a good idea yeah yeah how do you guys feel about that how i mean i don't want to do a full review of yeah. ps4 pro right now and what we think but is the iterative console made them a lot of money surely they're going to do it again right I think that's what makes I think that's what makes a PS2 even more impressive and maybe even the Wii because I'd like to know with these numbers how many people bought more than one right because this is not 91.6 million households this is 91.6 million units and I dare say that the PS2 is about 120 million households at least over 100 million probably they had the remodel I mean they had the newer models come out and everything the slim but there was nothing really in the insides other than size right you know it didn't play games better necessarily right. or anything like that um, yeah you're probably right on that yeah uh, and i wonder what the difference is is it that there's more competition now or, or what because i mean i don't know that i guess Xbox technically and, there is there'd be three yeah instead of two but well yeah i, I guess sega so. wasn't really dreamcast and sure yeah, <laughs> uh, r.i.p so um, uh we got 
a special announcement yesterday out of the mm-hmm. blue. Hitman is getting an HD collection for PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox One, and I think PC as well. 4K, 60 FPS, improved lighting, better controls, blood money, and absolution. And what's crazy to me, January 11th, out of nowhere. Yeah. Do you guys have any fondness for blood money or absolution? Nope. Nope. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I don't have – it's not that I don't have any love for it. I mean I don't have animosity. I've just never yeah. played No, them. I don't. I've only played one or two Hitman, and, and it's the same with Metal Gear. I'm not good at sneaking around and doing stealth. So I get dang too it. impatient, and then I die, and then I get pissed off, and then I throw the controller. So, no. I, I thought this I would nothing. be a great conversation because I thought surely one of – either one of you maybe I've played – because I haven't played them either. No. Yeah. Maybe this is the chance. Everyone talks about is – it, is it blood money that people like a lot or absolution or both? Don't know. Wow. His name's 47, Agent 47. I'm so disconnected from the franchise yep. that I can't even tell you. I know that's a really bad thing that, that we're talking about it, but sorry. Yep. That's how the, that's No, how me and Stealth goes. have never... I've even stopped playing games like Shadow of Mordor where there were stealth wow. missions, and I'm like, nah, I'm out. Wow. I'm, I'm not doing this stealth. Did you get to the stealth missions in Spider-Man? No, they're not good. I don't like them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't like them at all. They're yeah. easy, though. Like, Yeah, they're easy. It takes but... a lot for attention to get drawn yeah. to you, so... Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, but... They make me nervous. I don't get nervous. I, I do anytime a stealth mission comes up. Yeah. Yep. So over at From Software, President, I know the last name. The first name is uh, Hiditaka mm-hmm. Miyazaki has confirmed they have two announced titles in development. Mm-hmm. Um, so he basically, he did an interview in 2016 where he said, we have three and a half games coming out. And then over the year, they had uh, Dark Souls Remastered Mm -hmm. and as well as a remaster, I believe, of Metal Wolf Chaos. Uh, Devolver Digital, I think, is. Neither of those count towards the three and a half, though, right? Well, that's what he said in this interview Mm because people didn't know. Right. Mm Because they thought, okay, those two and then we have uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Ben, you're going to correct me on this one? No, you said it right. Yes, okay. You've been saying Sekrio. Sekrio. I accidentally I said Sekrio one Put the time. R before the I. That's Ooh. just not how the English language works. No. Or any no, language, really. It's Japanese. Yeah, but... It doesn't know how Japanese works. It's in English, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, he confirmed that the, the, the point five was... Uh, I've heard people say this game different ways. Desirene? Desirene? The VR the, game. Why can't you just read the letters in the order they're in? Then read it. Derasine. <laughs> Derasine. Derasine. What is it with you and From Software and mispronouncing their games? And you know what? <laughs> I didn't ask you. You on did. How, no, actually. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> you said, Ben, how do you say this? So. <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> can, can you try that one? So we got two un- unannounced games. Right. Mm-hmm. They have previously confirmed Dark Souls is done mm-hmm. yeah. for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Let's play some speculation here, mm-hmm. boys. Well, Tenchu is always going to be the speculation Tenchu. for me. Sure. I want some Tenchu. Okay. Yeah. So I've never I, played Tenchu. It's, it's, it, I mean, I haven't played it in a while. I liked it when it was out. It, I think it'd probably be a hard franchise to go back to. I don't think it would control That's like well. Samurais, today. right? Uh, ninjas. 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 Yeah. yeah okay. a lot of, and, and this, <laughs> anyone that's listening to this is probably going to call bullshit on my stealth thing because it's a lot of stealth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to like sneak up on people and kill them in just really gruesome ways. Um, but that was a stealth game that I had a lot of fun with. Do you guys remember the game Manhunt? Yeah, was yeah, it, yeah. That was rough. Was it Manhunt? Chopping yeah. off people's balls with like 
Was Whoa. it Rockstar? Yeah, it was Rockstar. Chopping. Oh, yeah, you had these, like, bolt cutters. Okay, you. we're not even in anywhere near this conversation, but you said torture, and right. I'm thinking that Manhunt remastered Whew. would be a phenomenal success. Well, oh, it goodness. would be a phenomenal success, but I would buy it. Well, Manhunt, too, I don't know if the first one was on the Wii, but you actually had, like, motion yes. controls, like, oh, <laughs> where man. you took the, the nunchuck and the did some bolt-cutting yeah. torture action. Yeah. All right, back to uh, From um, Software. Yes, From so Software. he, in another interview... Uh, People found in Deracine a doll that did the uh, make contact gesture from Bloodborne. Mm. And it specifically said something about a tail being unfinished. But then he in an interview was like, no, 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 we went too far. We we didn't currently we don't have anything to talk about as far as Bloodborne 2. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, well. What's going on here? You got two unannounced games. He didn't confirm or deny Bloodborne. Yeah. So, do you think Bloodborne Two is in is in the the potential here? Is it? It's always in potential until I, otherwise. I noted. think it's in potential. But here's my opinion on it: They have what most people, many people, would call a near perfect game with Bloodborne. Right. They sold a lot of Bloodborne. They could, you know, do something minuscule and sell more bloodborne mm-hmm. it's always it's always doing well people love it why would you want to i mean other than purely money they seem like more of an artistic studio to me yeah why i don't know that they would be inclined to do a sequel because well, you have the potential of destroying the uh, something that's you know perfect hmm. to me they Proved themselves with sequels, yeah. With Dark Souls two and three, uh, right. some people don't like Dark Souls two as much. Right, that's fine. But uh, Sony owns that IP. Yeah, they made a lot of money off that IP, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to bet that they're knocking on From Software's door and saying, "Hey, we want more." Right, and I don't know. Potentially, From Software said, "No, we don't want to do it." And then Sony said, "Okay, well then we'll have someone else make it." Right. And maybe they're like, "No, no, no." You know what I mean? Like it's one well, of those situations like, where they don't want anyone else to make it. Have you heard? And and I know we even said we wouldn't touch other media, but here we go. Um, a Quiet Place. Yeah, sure. They came to John Krasinski and basically said, "This movie made a ton of money. We want to do another one." Uh-huh. And he's like, "No, this was a one shot. This was my idea. This is what we had." And they're like, "Well, don't you have any other ideas?" And he's like, "Well, I mean, I have a nugget of something there, you know." Basically, they told him, you know, we're going to make this movie. So if you have an idea, let's do it with you. Otherwise, someone else is going to make this movie. So they kind of manipulated him into coming up with a second film that never should have existed. Right. Just mm. so that he had control because that was his. Right. Um, and it feels like they could do that here. You know, yeah. if they bring in another developer and say, well, we're just going to have, you know, Insomniac make this game. Right. <laughs> so Insomniac, Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, you know, I'm not against that idea. It'd be something. Well, yeah, I mean, they could probably, you know, manipulate them into doing another one. And that's the thing is that there's such a talented studio that yeah. there's part of me that says, go crazy, make a sci-fi sure. Dark Souls yeah. type game. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to make a third person action game at all. Right. Uh, it's a puzzle game. It's Peggle. I, yeah. They're it's redoing Peggle. Peggle. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but they have other games. They could do Lost Kingdoms again. They could do... What's the uh, the not Metal Wolf Chaos? They had another mech game. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of what it's called. They did. I don't, I don't know, but they had a mech game. Yeah. So potentially a mech game would be super cool. Something like that. Sure. 
we'll Demon Souls 2. We can hit Demon Souls 2. Whoa. Demon Souls 2. Hmm. That almost doesn't make sense to me, though, since Dark Souls was basically mm-hmm. right. Demon but Souls it could 2. be the loophole into saying that Dark Souls is done. True. They could, they could put out another game. Yeah. I, I wonder if definitely at least one of these two games you have to assume is a, a launch game right. for next gen. So I think Bloodborne 2 has to be one, though. I mean, if, we can speculate all you want, but it has to be something they're going to put out eventually. If we're getting Bloodborne 2, yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be a launch title for PlayStation 5 or launch year. And yeah. that's just going to be that. Just don't even get me started thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I won't. We got a new <laughs> announcement from Atlas this week. Persona mm-hmm. 5R is coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's a very just a light tease. They said new details in March. So Atlas has done this before with Persona games. Persona 4 had the normal PS2 version and then Persona 4 Golden on Vita. And they also did Persona 3, Persona 3 FES or FES. I don't ever People say both ways for that one for Hmm. sure. Yeah. And then there was also Persona 3 Portable. So a lot of people are clamoring for a Switch release. Mm Mm-hmm. Phil, my question for you is, yes. would a Switch release of Persona 5 get you back? It would. And I, I literally was thinking about this in the shower today because that's it was on my top 10 list last year, maybe even top five. Mm-hmm. And I only got about 30 hours into it, which is a pretty fair amount into the game, but never even came close to finishing it. If I had it to take on a trip or with me, I would absolutely get back into it. And I would replay the first 30 hours to have that ability. Something that is interesting to me about when they re-release these games is they're adding to an established story. Usually there's mm-hmm. new characters um, and they add like Persona 4 Golden had an entire I think they enti- added an entire like epilogue part, like a giant yes. part of the game that wasn't in there before, which to me shouldn't work. Like it feels weird to go in and add more to a story that was already so well received Mm -hmm. but they've always done a good job in the past and so it it makes sense to me though that you have such a long game you really got to convince people they're going to buy it again and play such a long game again that it's going to be new and different right then i was going to ask you if 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 this is going to re-peak your interest but i just i don't know if this is your type of game really i don't know if it is either but i've never had the opportunity to find out uh i've I have a kind of a weird history with Persona and only through you almost entirely. Mm. Uh, so Persona 4 Golden, you tried to get me to play and you let me borrow it. And I had about 10 hours into it probably. And you asked for it back. So I gave it to you. I played it on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I mean, you just wanted to borrow it so you could play it again. That was fine. Yeah. It was your game. I didn't have a problem with that. I liked it, but I didn't like it enough to buy it myself. I wanted to play it a little more before I because I didn't don't even think I really got into like the dungeons or anything. Yeah. Uh, when Persona Five came out, I said you were hyped about it. And I said, "Is this a game I should be hyped for? I should play?" And you said, "Are you going to spend eighty hours playing it?" And I said, "Maybe." Then you said, "Don't buy it." So I didn't buy it. I've always had an interest in playing it because of the huge crowd appeal. It's only like I've seen it for like twenty five bucks or less lately, but there's still that thing hanging over me where you're like, "Are you going to play it for eighty hours?" And I'm like, "Maybe." So. For me, a lot of my gaming time, I don't get a, a lot of my gaming time that I do on my Switch is in handheld mode while I'm like watching TV with my wife or something. So for me, that's the, this is the kind of game that I could do that with. But I also know that 
if a game doesn't really have its hooks into me, 80 hours is a long time for me. Yeah. I'll spend 80 hours on a game that I love. It's a long time if it does have its hook. It had yeah. its hooks into me. And, you know, but then other stuff came out. I know we started playing. Um, Nier came out. Yeah. And I started playing other stuff. So. I mean, Breath of the Wild, for some reason, had its hooks into me. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. And yeah. I think, you know, of my of my 80 plus hours I put into it, probably 90% of them were in handheld mode while I was watching TV with my wife. So, like, I'll do it. I'll put that much time into a game. Mm hmm. I just, if, if I had it, I would probably be playing it. But if I didn't, I'm not. I'm not gonna spend my uh, PS4 exclusives time when I get to play with my PS4. It's usually games I could never play on another system. Yeah. And so I'm not gonna spend that time playing my Switch uh, or playing like Persona. But in handheld mode, I could do it. Hmm. The one thing I truly want is I want Atlas to release persona Four golden release it from its shackles of yeah. the vita don't get me wrong we love the vita yeah, it's a great here, system. here at handsome phantom yeah but 2019 is truly probably going to be the death of the vita and so which is sad manufacturing it's so sad yeah. Yeah. yeah but at this point we've moved on i i really would like them to release that on PS4. i've actually moved back and I actually think the Vita is a better handheld than the Switch. Whoa, the size wise, I don't. It's no. too. I do. Wow. I never had size to buy. Wise. I never had to buy a grip for my Switch for my Vita. Like it just. Oh, I felt like I did. I just. Yeah. I don't know. I. I don't need that much. I don't know. I like the idea that you can take it off the dock, take it with you, but to be quite honest, sometimes I find it a bit big. Mm. Yeah. Needed two triggers and yeah. it needed clickable thumbsticks. It did. It did. I mean, it has. It's not without its faults, but. Yeah, I think it's a better size for travel. So I have one last point of discussion here that I want to get your guys' opinions on, and that is the game rewards. The mm. viewership huge has been confirmed twenty six mm -hmm. mil. Yeah, it's insane. Totally crazy. Insane. So, what is what is this? What is the state of video games for the world at large? What does this mean? Do you think? I don't know. Um, when Jeff Keighley did an unofficial poll on Twitter, or maybe this is an official poll, I don't know. He did a poll on Twitter about what are you more interested in seeing? And it was like game trailers, game announcements, um, other exclusive, other media or something like that. And the thing that the most people wanted to see was not the awards. It was like new games being announced. So I don't know if the award show was the appeal. I loved it. We were there in person. Yeah. Like, it was great. Uh, but I don't know if the award show is the appeal for the, for the masses or if the uh, appeal was finding out new stuff right when it drops. But look at these numbers. What, 26 million? There was yeah. 18 million that watched the Golden Globes this week. Wow. Like, that's, that's almost double the Golden Globe. I mean, not quite double, but, you know, that's huge, huge yeah. numbers. Yeah. Um, what were the Oscars last year? Less 26. than 26, yeah. I think. I think it was like 24, 24, 25, something like that. I think it was less than the And that 26. was the lowest in history. Yeah. So. Part of me wonders, and I think I saw a headline, but I didn't read the article that said other award shows can learn a lot from the yeah, Game Awards. I, saw that, yeah. I yeah. thought, and I, I posed this question to my wife, Holly, and I said, what if what if the Oscars said, was like, we're going to have a trailer yeah. for, I don't know, so Steven Spielberg's new movie debuting during the Oscars. Right. The, war. the problem is they use the Super Bowl for that for some stupid reason. Yeah. So they, they reveal all their stupid trailers 
during the Super Bowl, and they yeah. pay God knows how many millions of dollars to do that for a 30-second time slot. Right. But they should do it during the Oscars because that's the movie time. That's Yeah, it's the one <laughs> people viewing it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, $26 million is crazy just because video games no longer – and it's been like this for a while, but it, it truly is mainstream. Yeah, and right. um, hats off to Jeff Keighley because he made an awesome show. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that he sees continued success every year. Yeah. And uh, just going to keep getting bigger. Yeah. All right. That's it for the headlines. Let's get into the January preview. All right. We're back and we're giving away more copies of games. Um, well, actually, just one more copy right now. We're going to give away Adventure Pals on Steam. Adventure Pals comes to you from Armor Games. It came out earlier this year. I have a review up on handsofandom.com. Uh, thanks to Ryan Lowey, our, one of our friends over there at Armor Games. The code is for Steam, 8-T-I-W-B-X-4-X-0-X-2-F-5-B-I. Go get it. I have a little story. One time I was listening to an old podcast. It was called the Sarcastic Gamer Podcast. And they did one of these things where they just read out a code out loud. And I was listening to the episode like three weeks later. And I was like, huh, eh, might as well try it. Probably everybody's already redeemed it, but I'll try it. And I got it. Mm-hmm. So, And they had a decent size wow. listener base. So that just proves try it because everybody else is probably thinking, eh, I'll never win it. Try it. Hit that back button. Listen, I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who gave us codes. It's insane. We got codes for... Uh, and, and forgive me if I miss any of these publishers' names or developers or whatever. Uh, what Never Was from Ak Holgren, Omega Strike from Digerati, uh, Way of the Pacifist from Jason Canam, Below from Cappy and Chris Kramer over at 47 Communications, Super Meat Boy from Tommy Rufenez at Team Meat, um, Guacamelee from Graham at Drinkbox, Pixel Ripped from over uh, at Arvor. Uh, we've got more codes from Digerati, including Nefarious. Um, we've got codes from Bethesda for Prey, the digital deluxe version. Uh, we've got codes from, for Abzu, Blasters of the Universe, Overcooked 2, Transposed. We've got Love is Dead, Adventure Pals, uh, Infectinator from Armor Games. We've just got an insane amount of codes to give away. And you'll be hearing more about how to get those. They'll be in the next few episodes. We'll do some more of these shout-outs uh, for games. Um, but we'll also have specific ways you can win that you can hear about later. Moving on. Lots of games. Lots out of games. In January. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go over the big hitters. Mm-hmm. And I want you guys to keep three things in mind. We're going to play a little bit of a game here. Mm. At the end of this, we're going to have to pick the HP pick of the month. We'll be doing this, I think, every month. Right now, that's the plan. First episode of the month, we'll be doing the preview. And this is our first episode of this month. So here we go. Obviously, there's been a couple things already come out. But here's the things to keep in mind. They pick of the month. And then so that's we pick collectively, right? Each one of us will get a hmm. Mm. And when you pick your hmm, you have to say it like that. Do you understand? I like it. You get it. The next one is the nope, which means this is your not so good. Okay. That's a, that's just, you're out. You don't want it. You don't like Boy, it. Boy, that sounds mean. That just sounds so mean. I've got, such a, I've got such a problem right now. <laughs> What's your problem? You'll find out. Okay. 
Fair enough. I can't even pick my pick of the month, let alone come to an agreement with you guys on what our collective group of the month is. <laughs> January 11th, new oh Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Coming over from the Wii U. Another Wii U port. Quick question. Yeah. Are we humming and noping as we go, or at the end we're going to... You can interject it. Interject? Okay. Yes. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Wow. Okay. You only get one nope, though, right? I don't nope. care. That's yep. my nope. That's my nope. Why right is that your there. nope? There's just there's just too much to play. Like, I don't need to go back and replay Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Like, it was a great launch title with the Wii U. I had fun with it. I'm done. Moving on. Like, I don't need this. There's even better Mario on the Switch to spend your time on if, you, if you're looking for something to play. The Switch does not lack games. Right. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's my nope. I think it's going to be my nope, too, just because I never really liked this game on the Wii U. Something about it wasn't didn't feel right to me as far as like the platforming, whatever. It was fun with five players just basically getting in each other's way and kind of causing your friends trouble. The multiplayer. I hated the multiplayer. Yeah, like it it was it was bad. Yeah, but it was fun. Right. Um, But the game itself, not great. Didn't have a ton of fun with it, especially single player. It just wasn't fun to play by yourself. Next one is, unless, Ben, you had any comment that we didn't cover. You echoed my comments, although I didn't give it my official nope. Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Mm -hmm. This is my... hmm, As it should be. Yes. This is the best game in the Tales franchise. Wow. By far. The only Tales game that I attempted to play was Zestiria. Mm -hmm. Is that one? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. On PS4. Mm -hmm. Played the first like two two and a half maybe three hours did not like it at all well it wasn't a great one and yeah the series has some highs and it has some lows okay um symphonia fans probably will call foul on this one but i think this is the best game in this in the franchise okay yeah i'm into anime boys mm-hmm. and anime girls it's good so this came out at the time too during like there was a huge resurgence of rpgs um around the 360 and the ps3 and this was one of them. This Eternal Sonata being another. Eternal Sonata. I always um, heard about that one. Great, great games. But was this that a is, 360 exclusive? I think it was. Wow. I actually got a faceplate when I re- reserved it. Mm. I got this little faceplate for my 360. Um, but this is, I think, one of the best games on that system. Next one is Vane on January 15th. This is one that we've seen on at Sony press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Was it, Oh, was that PSX? Was PSX. Mm-hmm. We demoed. This game, I demoed it two different years. Um, and it's interesting, Phil. This is definitely a game that you would be down your alley. But it's not. It's not? No, it's not at all. Why is that? Um, I, it's just not. I don't know. It's just not for me. Um, is it the our, Did our preview do it you wrong? It was so buggy, though, oh, at the it, time. Yeah, it was, it was a year ago. It was over a year ago. I know. Ago, and, like, I was actually listening, you know, Adam Redding. You know, friend of the show, yeah, um, one of the super best friend boys. But they, they, he, he's excited for it, and he gives it a pass for the bugginess from PSX. I don't know. I have to see it again, but it just, it just between the bugginess and uh, I just didn't have fun with it. Mm. You know, but that's. Did you play it? I played it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did play it, um, and and I watched Brandon play it. I think, and I, it just didn't seem like he was having fun playing it. And uh, it's, it seems like it should be for me, but it's not. The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three. Mm-hmm. It's coming out January 15th. Somehow. It's getting pulled together, Ben, finally, somehow. Uh, with uh, I'm trying to – I can see the logo for the company that, that came through for Telltale to finish it. Yeah, it's like 
I can't remember the name of it. I want to say Humongous Entertainment, but they're the ones that made Pajama Sam. Yeah. And that's not right. No. It's um like not yet beaten or I don't know. It's like something about resilience, basically, isn't it? I, I don't I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. Anyway. Walking Dead. Are you did you play didn't you play the first season you said at one I point? I played the first chapter of the first oh, season. Oh man. Yeah. So this is one that's that's not very exciting for the the HP crew. This almost got my nope, but I'll, it didn't. Fair enough. Yeah. Next one is Y2K, a postmodern RPG, mm-hmm. which Phil, you are reviewing for I us. I am. So yeah, you probably can't talk. About I it. can't talk, talk about, about it. <laughs> I can tell you that I'm playing it. Yeah. You. Are, I played it today. You're the only one of us that played it at a preview event, though. I did, and I played it at PAX. Yes. And I saw the booth, and it looked like it was a Phil game. Yeah. And I spent probably two days trying to find that booth again because that place <laughs> yeah, is so that. big. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally found it, and like they were gracious enough to let me actually cut the line and you know, without an appointment, jump right in and try it out. So yeah. Um, and based on your I'm, preview, I remember being very positive. Yes. The interesting thing about that preview, and they weren't shy about this, is that that preview demo was not from the actual game. They created that demo just for the, the pack. Oh, neat. It's probably so, too big. I would imagine that's too big of a game. Right. Uh, so, to really give a good demo. Yeah, yeah. So this was just a small, you know, kind of let you see how the battle system works and some of the mechanics and the, you know, everything. So it was, it was a small slice that's not going to be in the game. But it, you know, it was a very positive preview. Cool. I am looking forward to checking it out. And I am playing it. And that's all I can say. (laughs) Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown. Mm -hmm. Wasn't this announced like years ago? I feel like it. Or is that Ace Combat 6 and there's a new one? I can't tell. These games that don't really interest me that have 400 iterations and I don't know how they keep making money. Like Farming Simulator. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like there's... But Farming Simulator, yeah, they make tons of money, but they don't give a copies of them at all yeah for reviews um ace combat 7 is there's a, a an ad for it everywhere i go yeah really like every if i go to facebook twitter anywhere there's an ad for instagram i see it everywhere interesting and i don't care next one is travis strikes again no more heroes january 18th same day mm-hmm. yep it's a big day january 18th mm-hmm. i have never played a no more heroes game a lot of people are it seems like tempered excitement because a lot of people wanted an actual No More Heroes, and this is, to my understanding, a spinoff. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Yeah. So, and it's there's been so much up and down with it too because at first it sounded like he might be traveling through like actual games, like maybe go into Guacamelee and then go into Meat Boy or something like that. But like it seems to be fake, made up games that he goes through just for this. And there's like Easter eggs right. of real games. Right. So such a missed opportunity. It was so yeah. There was a lot of hype at first because it seemed like he was going into all these indie games, and now it's just not the real game. Yeah. So, we'll see. I guess based on this list, it could be my hmm because mm. I'm interested. You know, I'm not overly hyped on it necessarily. Mm. I feel like which which was what I would use that for. But I'm interested. Life is Strange mm-hmm. 2. Yeah. Episode, episode 2. two. Mm-hmm. It's coming out on January 24th. It is. And nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a good run, everyone. <laughs> episode 1, also the final episode, wow. everybody. Wow. Okay, so... Um, this is my nope for a, a couple reasons. One, I'm just not interested in the gameplay style. I'm not interested in it at all in that sense. But even if I was, I can't get into it now mm-hmm. because how many other chapters are there before this? One. 
One chapter. In, li- in Life of Strange 2. One. One chapter. I know. Yeah. In Life of Strange 2. Yeah. But there's Life of Strange before that. I know it's a different story. Yeah. I just feel I cannot play 2 before 1. It's impo- I cannot do it. Honestly, like, if you, if you play 2 before 1, there's literally, so far, we're only one chapter in. I don't know how it's going to tie together, and I can't say anything more than just for one chapter. There's only one moment in episode 1 that wouldn't mean anything to you. Right. Um, it wouldn't take away anything. Either, it wouldn't honestly. take away yeah. anything. I mean, you do have to make a decision before you start playing. Like, how did you end the first game? And if you didn't play, you just kind of have to pick and see what happens. Right. But so far, that's the only connection between the two. Yeah. I feel like it's like a true detective situation. Where right. It's, it's the same thing, but it's not the same people right. or characters. And that's why I, I said I almost gave my nope to uh, Walking Dead mm-hmm. because there's so much there that I didn't play. And that right. does have a lot more. But they're both just not my style of games. Mm-hmm. I don't like just walking around making decisions. I like actiony stuff. I like puzzly stuff. I like almost anything, and I would probably play it and have a mediocre time. But it just doesn't. Well, that's what you want in a game. That's right. <laughs> it's a mediocre yeah, time. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like right. with with Life is Strange, I'm just not going to be excited about it. And I'd rather watch a movie than play a movie. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I don't know. Going. For some reason, after when I played the first episode of the first game, my mind just. It just blew it. Yeah. And uh, I've been hooked ever since. Well, I hope it's, it's really good for you, Phil. I hope so, too. The first episode was. Hey, we need to talk about Life is Strange pretty pretty soon here. Yeah, with the bet. Yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. last year in 2017, mm-hmm. Dustin made a bet along with, uh, was it Kyle? Kyle was Bossman was Kyle there. Kyle was, yeah. the officiator. was the officiator. He was the moderator. So yes. Kyle mm-hmm. was there, and Phil and, and Dustin made a bet mm-hmm. that um, Last, of Us, Part Last Two. of Us Part Two would come out in 2018. Phil said no. Dustin said yes. If Phil lost, he had to play what? The, honestly, it was never a question of whether I was going to lose or not. So I don't think we even decided anything. I think it was just a okay. game TBD that I hated. Well, either way, you didn't lose. I, so. I don't think we ever no. picked a yeah. game for me. Yeah, But Dustin did lose, and his um, punishment, as it were, was he has to play through all of Life is Strange 1 at some point. Here's the thing. Do I hate anything? I can't think of anything that I like. I know you guys like to bash Life is Strange, and I don't think I, I don't know. You got to watch Avatar again. That's terrible. I, That's I so like bad. to bash Life is, I like to bash so Life is Strange Just because I like you it. like it so right. much. But yeah. I also don't, I don't care about it at right. all. It right. I don't think about it until you bring it up. I got to figure out if I want to play it on PS4 or PC. I don't know if the PC version's better for any reason. Couldn't Do you me. own it? I own it on PS4 and PC from okay. Humble. So. Yeah. Next one is Resident Evil 2 Remake on January 25th. Boy, I can't mm. wait for that. Mm. Ben, what are you hmming about over there? I played Resident Evil 2 way back in the day. And when I first saw that it was announced, I didn't care because I was like, okay, it's a game I already played and loved. I don't need to play it again. Um, but I've seen so much lately about all the new things they've added and the you know just even everything down to the textures and the new cutscenes and whatever. I'm excited about it. I don't know that it's going to be a day one purchase or anything like that, but it's a game that I would almost certainly give a chance to uh, should the right opportunity and right timing arrive. I think this is a game we're going to be talking about for game of the year. Yeah. I mean, I I think this is in my top five most anticipated personally. I'm really excited about this game. I feel nervous in the fact that a certain other game is coming out very close to it. So I almost... Another top five most anticipated for me. I really, really care about giving Resident Evil 2 its proper timing. So I might wait on this one, mm-hmm. get it on sale, even though I am extremely excited about it. Yeah. 
the next one on my list was Tropico 6, but I also just read that that got delayed. Okay. So it's out. We'll okay. talk about it later. Probably good because there's just too much. Yeah. Finally. Oh, boy. Kingdom Hearts 3, mm. January 29th. Mm-hmm. And it's here, boys. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's so close now. I mean, some people say they won't believe it until it's in their hands. Yeah. Well, I, some people, yeah. it's already in their hands. <laughs> yeah, a couple of people already have it. That's that's true. That's but true. but they, they know get, who you are. I hope they get your consoles <laughs> yeah. bricked. <laughs> sorry. They know who you are. Sorry, no, sorry. I don't really know really what to say about Kingdom Hearts 3 that hasn't already been said other than yeah. it's going to be interesting. I If I had to make a guess is the fans are going to love it. Mm-hmm. There will be some people that really like the combat but mm-hmm. aren't into the story. And I think the reviews are going to be, I don't want to say middling. I'm expecting like 87, 86 range, right? Um, I think it'll be higher than that. Really? I think, I think so. it's going to get dinged for the story. People are going to say it's too convoluted and it doesn't make sense. We'll which see. Which is true. I agree with that as like a we'll huge see. Kingdom Hearts fan. Yeah, we'll see how standalone this game is. Yeah. They might know well, it's that. not. From those trailers, well, everyone's got I some know. yellow eyes going on, if you know, know what I'm saying. It's, it's directly connected yeah. to Dream Drop Distance, the 3DS game. It is a direct sequel right, to that. You might be right then. It depends on who's reviewing it. You know? That's if they, true. If they have Dornbush reviewing it, that's a 10. And then uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just... Uh, I liked Kingdom Hearts, the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got very far into Kingdom Hearts 2. I certainly never played any of the other offshoots or anything. Um, I would probably play Kingdom Hearts 3 just for fun, just like something that would be fun to look at. But I don't have any aspirations of understanding the story or getting back in, catching up. I think if it came out at holiday time, it would sell better because parents would see the Disney yeah. and then just buy it for their kids. I think I don't think they're going to have any problems with it selling. Well, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. So It's not a nope for me, but it's not something I'm interested in either. Phil Mm -hmm. and Ben, my feelings are so strong about Kingdom Hearts. And so, Phil, for you, Mm -hmm. this is, you know, 15 years, whatever Mm -hmm. it is in the making. I got to say, I think it's the pick of the month. (sighs) It is probably the pick of the month. That's fine with me. I mean, you have to, Ben, you have to take from a historical value as well. Yeah, yeah. The pick of the month. I'm saying I'm I'm fine with it because, and here's what I was going to say, whatever we said at the beginning, it was going to be hard for me because none of these games excite me enough to to like rush out and buy them day one. Yeah. That's the crazy thing is I think there's like five games on here that I want day so one. So bizarre. Like when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at one of my top five RPGs getting a definitive edition. Right. I'm looking at Life is Strange, which I'll take all the flack that I want. It might be my favorite piece of media. Sure. All time. Like, and, and, and then something like Resident Evil 2 that just looks incredible. And then Kingdom Hearts 3, which like Dustin said, we've waiting for 15 years. Oh, yeah. For this. So, yeah. This is a hell of a month. It really um, is. Start so, but, with a bang. Yeah, and I, I think the 15 years aspect of it puts Kingdom Hearts, you know, I'll even say above Life is Strange, but I, I can't wait for that, too. But sure. Kingdom sure. Hearts it is. And that's it for the January preview. Ooh. Check in next month, of course, with February. And, yeah, I think I think that was fun. I'm, I like it was fun. I like thinking about what's yeah. coming and getting, getting excited. So February, on the other hand, for me, it looks more exciting. We'll talk about that in a few weeks, I'm sure. Yes. Okay, let's move on to some of the more uh, write-in viewer stuff. The more interactive piece. More interactive piece yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. 
right, everyone, before we get into the write-in questions, just because, again, this is episode one, we gotta... Ben, I'm getting tired of your bullshit interrupting my... I'm ready to get to the next thing, and you keep giving away games. Just to break the fourth wall here, right before this, Dustin literally told me to do this. Well, you weren't <laughs> supposed to say that. I got I got <laughs> Behind movies in the making. <laughs> Podcasts in the making. All right, if you have a PlayStation VR and you have not played Pixel Ripped 1989, it was one of our top picks for PlayStation VR of the year, at least one of mine. Here's the code for the PlayStation VR key for Pixel Rip 1989-22PJP8NM8Q83. Thanks again to the Pixel Ripped folks for sending that over. You definitely want to check that out because I think we all had fun with it. Uh, my review of, again of that one is, is on handsomefandom.com. And um, we have so many more codes to give away, and we'll talk about that. Hey, I wanted to ask. By the way, if you redeem one of these codes, and, and don't be a hog. Like, only take one of them if you can help it. But if you redeem one of these codes and you just want to shoot us a quick message so we know, that'd be cool. But if you don't, that's fine, too. Also, something that would mean a lot to us, send a tweet to just put out a tweet. You can put it directly to the de- developer and say, hey, I got your game on the HB podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thanking the developer, including us, is cool. It's uh. It would. It's just a good relationship Absolutely. thing for everybody involved. It's two, 2019 is a year of positivity. Yeah, we want to. Mm-hmm. We want to thank people for what they do. Until, <laughs> un- unless they made life strange. No, I thank them every day. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'm just kidding. There. Are... No wonder we don't get Square Enix yeah. codes. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. Those games have meant so much to so many people. Yeah, that's me. fine with me. 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 Well, I don't really. I don't care me. about you. <laughs> Maybe next month, instead of doing Nope, we need to figure out something else. It's okay. The show is adaptable. Yeah, that, that well, seems harsh. Nope <laughs> isn't harsh. It's just nope. It's not for me. Right? That's okay. fine. That's fair. That's a I good way to that. put it. Yeah. So something starting out writing questions every week. We want to take your questions. This is the time for like an in-depth pick our brains. Mm-hmm. Also, and I, I would like for you to include your opinion as well when you do your writing question. So if you want to be on the show and have your writing question, send us an email. Contact at handsomefandom.com. That's all you got to do. Contact at Handsome Phantom. Write us your question. Be a part of the show. For this first episode, I asked Handsome Phantom editors to send us some questions. And so this first question comes from our very own Dave. Hmm. Dave. He says, as a smaller outlet covering E3, how would you describe the experience? How does it compare to other shows like PAX? So sorry, Phil. This I was gonna say I can take this one. Probably. <laughs> this one uh, from watching it at home. Here's what I can say. So, Ben, I would say to to be 100 percent authentic mm-hmm. with our audience. We didn't do a ton of coverage this year uh, at E3 because it was mainly a way for us to get the landscape yep. right, connect, make good contacts. We did a lot of work though, as far as making contacts. But here's the thing too. We don't have to be this honest because if you look at the site, nobody has to know I wasn't there. And I wrote a shit ton while you guys were there. That's right. So that you could do what you had to do and we still had content going out. So yeah. it's good to be honest people, with your audience. People, I suppose so. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well most of the We okay, still covered a lot. Here's the thing. Yeah. Like look at one of the biggest sites in the world, IGN. Most of IGN staff that were there oh, yeah. were not the ones writing the articles. No, absolutely. That's not. just how it That's works. That's just how it works, yeah. That's why they call it the war room. Yep. Yep. So here's what I would say about the Phil's room. Mm-hmm. E3 is I can't imagine how hard it must be to work there when you actually have 
multiple appointments right. back to back because even for you and I, Ben, getting to appointments is not necessarily easy. Right. Uh, there's it's big expo hall. There is a crap ton of people during the standard hours. So getting around is hard. Knowing where everything is can be difficult because there's so much going on. So it's not a particularly easy show to work at, especially compared to PAX. Right. Not that it's, you know, a walk in the park to get from point A to point B at PAX. Especially it's hard to find things at PAX, actually, with yeah. the expo hall being one giant one. But um, something about E3 that was different as far as appointments from PAX specifically is that at E3 you had more big games who were not as worried about appointments and things like that. Now, there were tons of behind-the-scenes, like, uh, private appointments, which we we had some of those, but not a ton. Um, whereas ETH, whereas PAX, you've got developers reaching out to you to come see their game like crazy if you're on the media list. Yeah. Mm. And and the big games there, really, the developers aren't there. Like, your Soul Calibers and stuff. It's right. just, they just have they it just have it set up. to try out. Yeah. It, it's, PAX is in, an interesting beast to me because yeah. it's like... The indies all want the coverage as much as possible, and the big boys don't care about you at right. PAX. It's, yeah. Well, it's weird though because I mean, they're Oculus, there. Oculus had a really awesome oh, private yeah. event for yeah. us, but then if you want to book something to say see the Nintendo booth, they're like, nope, they don't they don't need it at right. PAX. Right. Yeah. So they have a presence, but they just don't do appointments like that for everyone. And you have to remember that even though E three is becoming more of a consumer show. And they're certainly friendly to media. E3, a lot of it, they have like a whole hall that's nothing but these private conference rooms where they just bring in these big buyers from you know Walmart and Amazon and GameStop yeah. to look at their games, see the see the special editions, find out who's going to get this special one without anybody else. Like a, a lot of E3 is really just people. Get, you, those big publishers are there. Right. They're just not on the floor. Yeah. And so they're hiding in little rooms trying to get Walmart to get an exclusive special edition yeah. um, to move units. And so you think they let Walmart are, Canada into those anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, it is interesting, Ben. I, you know, before I went to E3, I always heard about the behind closed doors. Yeah. And then when you're finally at one. Yeah. It, well, there are like private rooms that uh -huh. you go in. Um, my Metro Exodus demo yeah. was like a whole private room. Yeah. One of our demos was like a giant room that had like private cubicles, almost not a cubicle, but like rooms within rooms. Which one's that? I was thinking, uh, oh, we saw Tropico. Tropico. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was crazy because Tropico, I mean, I think it's a fairly big franchise, has one little tiny computer screen in the entire, like, and that's it. They're just showing it to. To, yeah. to PR people and or to uh, press people and hopefully buyers, you know. Well, it's a game that I don't think demos well. It doesn't demo so, well. But our demonstration, basically, like, we just sat with one of the developers. He showed us the game. Right. He's the one who played. So right? he played. You guys Yeah, we didn't play it, which right. I actually preferred because yeah. sometimes with games like that, it's just... You have no idea where to start. With all yeah. the menus, there's so much going on with that game. You know, but yeah. then you have a game like... Um, you, you, I mean, there are very exclusive sessions. There are some that you could probably weasel your way into, and there are others that if you're not already on the list, you're going to have to camp outside of that room for days until they let you in, um, which I did do for... <laughs> for, for um, uh, I can't even say the name Cyber, of the game. Cyberpunk. I didn't know if you were not allowed to say No, I was... Yeah. yeah. I didn't really camp out, but... And I, you both got into that? 
Um, no, actually. Oh, yeah. boy. Dustin that's, doesn't want to talk about that. That's too no. <laughs> so, Okay. So anyway, I think PAX and E3 are way different, yeah. but they're different in cool different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll save this. I had two questions from Dave. I'm going to save one from next week since we are already at an hour. I looked behind me and I couldn't, I looked at the time. We've already believe. gone an hour. We've already gone an hour. Wow. So I'm going to answer this one question real quick. This comes from Boo Stewart. She says, machine gun or shotgun? Quick answer here, Phil. Go. Machine gun. Ben. Shotgun. Machine gun. I'm too lazy to keep pumping and pulling the trigger. Just, I'm impatient as well. Yeah. I don't like it's, to reload. No, I don't get time for on that. On a, a good shotgun, though, that's, oh, yeah. that is something. The, yeah. the shotgun mm. on Doom. An automatic Ooh. or Halo. Or Halo. Mm. With a machine Long gun, reload. I feel like a machine gun, yeah, you're going to do some serious damage right away. Right. But with a shotgun, you're not missing. That's true. That's my thing. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Okay, that's it for writing questions. We're just going to roll this all in one thing in one tweet. So this is a segment for you Adventure Mode listeners out there where I pose a question to the audience every week on Twitter. And let us I, I didn't set an actual, let's see, we record this on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Sunday night, I'm going to set a weekly reminder to make sure I do it because yeah. I've forgotten before. Sunday nights, mm-hmm. there's going to be a tweet from the Handsome Phantom account saying in one tweet, Blah, blah, blah. Asking a question. It's your job as the audience to write in and let us know what you thought. Specifically, though, within the character limits of Twitter. Mm-hmm. I have good news for this. It's w- called in one tweet because you have to do it in one tweet. Don't some string people, three together. Some people have done in two and three tweets. I know. Yes. So I have good news for we had th- four people write in. We had more than that, but some of them were our own crew just to. You know, join the cause. Right. Unfortunately, sorry, guys. You don't get a code. If you wrote in this week, though, you're getting a code. You're getting a code. Uh, do we know what that is? Or are uh, we going to send us a DM and we'll work it out with you? Yeah, we'll send it. It'll be one of those thousands of games I mentioned earlier. So the first one, I'll go over the Handsome Phantom crew members first. Boo Stewart, she said, Resident Evil 2 Remake, because it it just might live up to the impossibly high standards I've allowed to take root in my memories of the original, which may not be as great as I remember. Did you say what the tweet they were responding to was? Oh, I'm, I'm in it. I'm sorry. There, the question, what's your most anticipated game of 2019? I got excited there, man. I, I wanted, understand. I wanted to read it. I understand. So Resident Evil 2 Remake, one of mine, we talked about Top it five. a little bit Top earlier. Top five, yep, for me, for sure. Kevin Lucas writes in, he says, right now it's kind of a toss up between Far Cry New Dawn and the new Wolfenstein installment. I want that sweet co-op with my boys. Which I can't believe. I, I forgot about the new Wolfenstein. Like we're getting more Wolfenstein is this year. Is that confirmed for this year? Uh, I think so. I believe oh, it man. is. I believe it is. And that's not Wolfenstein 3. No. No. But it's a sequel. Right. But you can't even talk. I, it's a tough sequel because you can't really even talk about it if people haven't played the second one really. Right. Yeah. It's I kind know. of a spoiler just to talk about this they game. They kind of spoiled it in the, I guess so, yeah. in the trailer itself. But It's just interesting that they're doing a far future mm-hmm. Wolfenstein right. game. Set in what, the 80s, I think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Is Wolfenstein 3, are they going to go back? Oh, what if it's so, in the 90s? I would love Wolfenstein with 3 in the 90s. Well, aren't they kind of doing Boswitz. that with Far Cry too? Yeah, Far Cry goes way far. Far Cry is a direct sequel. But it's yeah. set 15 years later, 17 years later. I think later, it's like something. 15 or 30, yeah. something like that. I don't yeah. know. Some years later when uh, Rage exists probably at the same time. Right. And we, we haven't talked about that at all. I can't wait to talk about Rage later oh, this year. Oh, yeah. Rage That's is going to be, be awesome. sweet. I am curious about Far Cry New Dawn for yes, sure. Me too, actually. Um, okay. 
Dave Lambden writes in and says the division two, not a very interesting pick, but I'm a sucker for loot shooters and no borderlands three announcement yet. Well, Dave, I can almost assure you that I think borderlands three is getting announced this year. Yeah. Uh, no questions asked division two. I am mildly curious about it's a I, wasn't solid into pick. The, I wasn't into the first one. It's a solid pick though. I wouldn't say it's a, I just got the first one. So I'm going to give it a shot. It's part of the humble bundle. Nice. This month, so. Yeah. No. I'm excited I forgot to about that. Yeah. Okay. So these next ones are not from HP people, so you are getting a code. Get some codes. Actually, get one of them is. One of them is? Yeah. Oh, they are oh, now. Oh, they're oh, a, that. one of our oh, contributors. One of our contributors. As so. of today. As of what to- terrible oh, time. Literally today. <laughs> what terrible time to write for us. <laughs> is that this first one, Steve? No, that's no, the, the last, last one. one. Lou yeah. reviews. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's Mitch. <laughs> Steve Boaviv. Is that Boaviv? Bovie? Bovie? Steve B. English Steve B. is hard. He says, Spelunky 2. I'm a huge fan of the first and can't wait to see what's in store for the second. Nice. Never been able to get into Spelunky. Maybe, maybe I need to give it another shot. Maybe on Switch. Maybe if they put it. I don't know. Is it out on Switch? I can't answer that question. Hmm. I'm sorry. Might shake you. Geekheart Games writes in and says, was going to say Anthem 2. Uh, oh, I read, these also. are out of order. Dang it. Oh, no. All right. Uh, I'll just keep going. I uh, was going to say Anthem 2, but we can't all say Anthem. So very close second is Resident Evil 2. Love the series, and it looks amazingly redone. I have to agree with that one. Yep. The remake is well-deserved. Yep. Just mm-hmm. like um, the first remake they did on GameCube mm-hmm. was was very well done as well. Uh, Taylor McIntyre McIntyre, yeah, something like that. says, because, because, well, Anthem. Anthem scares me. He actually said... Anthem, because, well, Anthem, but he tagged yeah. Anthem, so it looked yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. you're right. Boy, now we need to bring back, you done fucked up. It's going to be you reading these. I'm sorry. This, you know, new show. New show, yeah. So yep. It's, yep. it has Unfortunately, growing Unfortunately, our friends over at the Super Best Friends show already have um, uh, struggles to read the tweets. They do. give you that oh. one. And yeah. it's an incredible segment. I it have not It's so this, good, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. Anthem, just gut reaction. That yeah. might be my, hmm... Of the year. It might be my nope. Oh, no. Of the year. <laughs> it's honestly, I really feel like it's either going to be a total it, turd or it's going to be great. It's when somewhere in between. It's <laughs> somewhere in between my hum and my nope. You have to be concerned when they're announcing their new game before this one's even out yet. Yeah. So feels I don't know. A little, uh, feels Bethesda a little. Yeah. You know, with yeah, Fallout 76. Yeah. Last one. Loot Reviews Gaming. This uh, is Mitch. This is Mitch. Yeah. He says, the Resident Evil 2 remake. I was too scared as a kid to finish it. Maybe now, as a big, brave man boy, I can get through these last couple chapters. It was terrifying. Really? Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember going over to a friend's house. He had, like, the big, you know, 30-inch TV while we all had 19. Right. (laughs) And uh, just going to his basement and just watching him play it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. But I've never actually played it because we didn't have a PlayStation at that point in time. I played it, at least as far as I remember being able to get. I I was... (laughs) Very few games used to scare me. Yeah. Now, games actually kind of frighten me a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember playing it. I don't know if I beat it or not, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm anticipating it a little bit. It mm-hmm. seems that Resident Evil 2, based on these answers, most anticipated right now, which I think maybe that's the case from these answers because it's so close that people are getting extra hyped. But it's close, yeah. Uh, Steve, Geek Art Games and Taylor, please send us a DM on Twitter. And we'll work out how to get you your games. Nice. Which you've won. Here's the, the thing also. 
next week for In One Tweet, we will be selecting a few people also to win to win games. It'll be randomized. We're not going to pick our favorite or whatever. So if you want a chance to win some more games, make sure you write in. There is a policy, though. If you've already won a game, you can't win again. You should write in anyway because we still will read it on the show. Yeah. So. And by the way, if you want to make sure you don't miss that in one tweet prompt, uh, go out and th- there's a little alert button you can push on the Handsome Phantom Twitter account. Um, sign up for our alerts. I mean, maybe you'll get annoyed of us after a while, but um, you'll see all of our tweets and especially that one to make sure you win games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So that's it for in one tweet. Make sure you're ready for that next week. And that's it, boys. That's that's episode one. The wow. HB podcast. A new, a, a new era has yeah. begun. I've really enjoyed this. I've missed this. It's good to be back talking about yeah. all kinds of games. Yeah. We love ways. our VR. We love our Fortnite. Yes. But we miss talking about everything. I don't know if I love Fortnite anymore. I don't ever. I never liked it. I was just trying to be nice. I don't want to say <laughs> I, I don't. I just do not care anymore. Those three matches that I played on mobile just weren't very fun. I don't know if I, if I want to play it anymore right now, but... The fact that I saw a tweet today from, I think, from Fortnite or somebody that was like, find out how to find the secret something using the dragon eggs or something like that. I was like, hmm. I played this game like less than a month ago. What is going on? <laughs> there's there's dragon eggs now. Hey, real quick, uh, shadow drop below. Here's a code for below on whoa, Xbox. Whoa. N-K-E-P-K-3-I-4-G-N-P-A-E-5. Seven. That's below on Xbox. One lucky person can play the first game announced for the Xbox One six wow. years after. <laughs> so wow. I think that will also work on your PC. I wonder if it's a cross buy. I don't know, but we have PC codes as well There's for stuff Steam. Interesting. Oh, for Steam. Uh, it wouldn't be yeah. a Steam code, probably. It might be a Windows. A Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know, though. Because I know the Xbox Live codes or whatever, you can use those, like any of the Microsoft points. Mm. You can get an Xbox code and you can use it on your. Mm. Thank you again to all these developers for giving us all these games. They're going to continue to be rolled out across the new show, multiple episodes. Of course, make sure you respond to the end one tweet to get a chance to win. We might even have a sign-up where you can win some. We might throw out an ad on a random tweet. This is all to promote this show, though. And again, um, thank you so much to the developers and PR people and everything for Mm -hmm. giving us these games to give away. Very thankful. We really appreciate it. It's funny because we actually have... We received some games that we requested for review and did not get for review, mm-hmm. but they gave us codes to give away. So it's just funny how it works. <laughs> so one thing I didn't mention when we introduced this whole show is you're going to get a new episode just like this every Wednesday. You're going to see other stuff show up in your feed, too. Mm-hmm. The plan right now is that at least for the next two Fridays, you're going to get special. Inter- well, we'll see about the one. Definitely this Friday, there will be a new episode. It's an interview. It's in the can, so we can talk about it. It's with our friend Blake J. Harris, who uh, wrote a book called Console Wars and is coming out with a new book called History of the Future, which is a a show, a book all about VR and specifically Oculus and the journey that that company took. I read a chapter from the book when we did the interview. He sent me a little preview. Really enjoyed the first chapter and if you already can't wait, Console Wars is out now, and it's a fantastic book. Our interview is on Friday. It's a fantastic interview. Highly recommend listening to that when it shows up in your feeds. Then, Just, just from what I've seen in the preview and then what we talked about on the show, it's going to be 
it, the book is going to raise some things. Yes. Yeah. It's going to raise some eyebrows from exp- – uh, I was going to say expensive people. I was going to say wealthy people. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's, it's very, very good. So – and then next Tuesday – well, not Tuesday is when we record, so Wednesday we'll have your regularly scheduled episode, mm-hmm. and hopefully another interview that Friday. But that one's not been recorded. It's literally getting rescheduled as we speak. So yes, we've got our uh, our assistant on that. Yes, or or I was just texting during the during the podcast. One mm-hmm. or the other, the assistant for sure. So you can <laughs> you can expect all kinds of interviews, not necessarily every Friday, but we're going to be regularly putting out uh new stuff mm-hmm. so be ready for it if you want to support the show we have an amazon affiliate link it's in the description of this podcast it is handsomefandom.com slash amazon and basically you go you buy stuff like you normally would on amazon but it takes a couple couple pennies couple dollars from amazon and gives it to us and it doesn't cost you anything extra so support us by using our affiliate link also if you want to join our community we have a discord at handsomefandom.com slash discord. And there's also a link in the description for that. If you want to interact with us and other fans of the show, finally, you can follow us on Twitter at handsome fandom. We just got the official tag. We stole you, it from Jacob Escamilla. Yeah. He had the he tag tweeted since 2009. He didn't he he never, never tweeted. tweeted. That's what I mean. Like yeah. he, he's, yeah. but that seems to be, that's when Twitter, is that when Twitter started? 2008 or something. There was a yeah. lot of tweet. Like I know some other, places you know people 2009 they started their twitter and never used it yeah you know other people need it so give it up uh one last thing don't forget to leave us ratings reviews yes, that really please. does help in the itunes charts mm-hmm. and helps us get exposed to more people awesome help us expose ourselves oh yes <laughs> Jeez, so we don't need any help with that <laughs> finally the last plug visit us at handsomephantom.com we had a new review up today or is it so like a preview a preview out today Mm -hmm. an editorial as you would Mm -hmm. and also i posted a new video about my love for super nintendo so if you want to watch that head over to youtube.com slash handsome phantom or it's on our site well boys it's been a ride it's been a ride it's been a long time coming it'll be a continual ride Mm -hmm. every week yes so until next week we'll see you guys later Bye. bye